welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Ryan Houlihan. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Zachary Batten Garcia, and we're here to talk about episode four of Slayers, a Buffyverse story on Audible. Ooh, and before we get into the episode, uh, Ryan and I have a little promo for our upcoming Halloween live show on October 29th. Doors open at 2 p.m. upstairs at the Stonewall Inn. And Ryan, what will you be uh, performing? Oh, you'll be seeing the music of Olivia Rodrigo interpreted by Anya. (laughs) Uh, I would say many Anyas. (laughs) To understand what I mean, (laughs) please come see us. As well as you will be seeing a reading of uh, the season for episode Fear itself, which has been remixed, remastered, and there's a choose your own adventure element. So get excited to vote. (laughs) Exercise your right as a Buffy fan. (laughs) And uh, my... My costume just came in today, my, oh my which gosh. is a shirt, um, but it's a very accurate shirt, as both of you have seen in the text I sent you. Um, and my costume is Oz, because I'll be playing Oz, because Ooh. why not play my dream, man? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a lot of fun. It's at Stonewall. Um, and I heard that Olivia Rodrigo herself is going to be there. <laughs> Don't and- say- <laughs> With glory, I holes. heard that three glory <laughs> holes. <laughs> Allegedly, the surprise is Zach is on the other side of the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I wanted to give a little shout out to our Patreon. Any and all support is much appreciated. It helps keep this this little queer podcast going, and uh, you can get access to Zach and I did a sex talk show for about two years called My Nudie Judy. We covered Firefly, we're, we covered Harley Quinn, and we will be covering the next season as well. We're starting to kick off our Batman the Animated Series coverage, um, and you get access to our watch-along parties and our Discord and private Facebook group, so check that out. And, um, all right, what did we think of episode four, Zach? I mean, I was, I was into it. Um, I think it, I can't remember if it was this one or five, that maybe, it might have been, mm, it might have been. I think it was actually this one that I felt a little bit of a lull, just yeah. a tiny bit, but it was still fun. It was okay. Ryan, ah, uh, there's stuff in here I like. This is a very like exposition dump heavy, yeah, chapter, and I don't think we're yet seeing the fruits of the groundwork laid in the previous episodes. And this goes on a bit with mm-hmm. like telling us stuff rather than showing us stuff. Yeah, um, but I do think we get. Amber Benson really like her portrayal of Tara, I think is starting to smooth out at this point really well. And um, I appreciate that a lot. And it, it, you know, the Kurgan stuff, we'll get to it, but it like, it's just, it's thick. Like I, we don't know this person. So we're hearing Mm -hmm. a lot about someone that we've never met. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the thing with Amber Benson's, it's not, it's not, I don't know if it's so much the performances it it is for me um, that every time she, starts talking it is explaining a whole lot and that gets a little tiresome um i i feel like by now we've gotten an explanation of like a good tara hiding inside like four times or something is what it feels like so i don't know that's uh, we get more and more clarification (laughs) as if it's a reveal but like it's just there's not enough there for me to be like oh okay this is worth talking about again yes yes i would agree a little expositiony. Um, we have a lot of threads. There's a lot of threads. Um, mm-hmm. 
Which and is weird because like so much of this exposition doesn't need to be this complicated. As, and you know, yeah. as the asshole who has listened to the whole thing twice at this point, <laughs> I, you could have smoothed it out and hit this most of the same beats. So I don't know why we're doing it. Um, it's not terrible. Like I like the characters and like, it's just not my favorite, you know, it's not a standout chapter of a thing that doesn't have a ton of chapters, but I guess for what they wanted to do, they have to get a lot of this out of the way. And obviously like Olivia being a joy, I don't want to just be a joy. (laughs) Olivia's a joy. (laughs) I love Olivia. I wonder if like they, so when they pitch this thing and then they sign on like audible them for it, right? Um, is it, I wonder if they're signed for a specific number of chapters, and that's why maybe mm. they're doing this, or if you know, just just and maybe I feel like they gave them a a, a budget number, okay. and they said like negotiate in as much as you can get out. I mean, of I feel the, like you everybody. would have more experience with this, so you tell us what do yeah. they do? Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. Well, I think they probably put a rough guideline on it. Okay. You know, they were like, we don't want two chapters, <laughs> but they were also like, you can't give us a one hundred chapter Anna Karenina. Um, because we have to sell this. Amber Benson was and, ready. Yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. I do feel Christopher Golden could write Anna Karenina in a, a Slayerverse <laughs> story or whatever. <laughs> um, but I think they probably gave them a budget and then they said, do what you like with all this money. And so they broke up their budget, you know, like producers do. And they knew they could get a certain amount in. And I will say, I do think you could either have added five episodes and expanded some stuff or you could have cut three and it still would have worked. Mm-hmm. And I would, I will say... As much as I may be a drip on this episode, it does all start to come together. And I do see mm-hmm. why it's laid out the way that it is episodically, mm. if that makes sense. Mm. Okay, that's fair. So I think I said this, I might have said this in the last episode. It does feel at some points a little video game level where it's like, all right, you got to go get the thing to get the thing to then go to the big thing and then defeat the bad guy. Um, and I feel like we're building towards Drusilla and then... Kiergan as like the Kiergan's like the main main baddie or like the like I don't know but so which is feels, exciting yes I think yes. so right but then we have to go get Giles and then we have to find a compass right. I get what you're saying oh, yes a lot of the monster of the weeks and those were what the episodes were when we had 22 episode seasons right but even the like you know plot heavy serialized episodes of the original show there were metaphors for something. Right. Yeah. And we do get there again. Like I, and spoiler alert, this is really good in the end. And I think there's some really great stuff, but there is nothing in this stuff so far that is a metaphor. It's mostly just getting a gang together, but not even for something we even know what it is. It's not like a heist movie where we're like, well, we're going to need a hacker and you get right. Rihanna. <laughs> like you need, you need, um, I, I don't know. We need something in each episode or something with each of these tasks we have to do that is itself of itself interesting and popping through like a porthole in the magic box to get Giles isn't interesting. And it seems like it could have been accomplished in a number of ways that don't require so much running around. But at the same time, I do understand that from a writing perspective, sometimes you just want to be like Scooby-Doo and have people running in and out of different (laughs) doors so that you can do what you want to do. I just think we're leaning into that a lot in this episode. But we just, it could have been a character heavy episode, right? Like it's what this could have felt like. Cause it feels like there should have been some heavier beats with Giles, but he kind of is, they get him and then he's just in it and they're looking for the compass and you know, there's a dog and he's making little jokes and you know, um, I like that we got Giles being like, you're not my Anya, and this is inappropriate for you to barge into my life and make demands. Like, that could maybe have been I will longer, though. 
Yeah, totally. I, I appreciate that we got a note on it. Yes. And I do appreciate seeing his perspective on it because it does make sense with Giles because he is about rules and stuff. But, you know, how long is that going to last before Mr. Big Softy melts? <laughs> <laughs> I will say I did think about that with um, y'all's point of like, well, Giles could have been a little bit more excited. I was glad that we like did give an explanation why he wasn't that excited because he knew that this I is still don't either. like it. I still because this is where we are. We jump into the episode and they are still there. They've just gotten to Giles's house, right? And we that's where we left off. And last time we were talking about this and how I said I really wished that Giles could have like taken a moment where he was kind of surprised, kind of shocked to see Anya's face in right. front of him, right in the flesh. Um, and we quickly skirt past that, and Giles is like, "Yeah, you know, you you aren't my Anya." Um, just like you said, you can't come in here barging in. Like, but I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like it. Giles is a little bit of a softy, and Giles would have been. Doesn't matter how many years have gone by. This is Anya's face in the flesh. That would have been jarring to see, and I wish we could have gotten the feel of how jarring maybe that would have been for him. But I guess they're telling us it wasn't jarring for him. So yeah, I guess fuck me, yeah. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do love that we learn that him and Olivia are married, which is mm-hmm. like. He deserves. Um, oh my God. What do you think he wore? I know what she wore. What do you think he wore? Glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like he had like a tweed wedding suit. I feel like they would have had like, she would have had something like super like high fashion, but like, mm, like not understated. Like, yes. But very yes. expensive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she would have been okay. And he would have been fine with like a blazer with like, a button like a, a collared shirt that's like not fully buttoned and no tie and like, it happened like in like a spot that's like a little bit more low-key like where willow killed that deer that one time like something like <laughs> yes. that yes no like a, a series of things went wrong different misadventures and he oh, was so yes. frustrated us, oh my gosh ryan <laughs> you just gave us it. the audible series that we need <laughs> i'll do it that's <laughs> what i want give us a prequel series of the weekend of giles's wedding chaos ensues buffy is giving jokes you know has to get up on stage again everyone's trying to make this thing get pulled off that oh is my god make it not fucking going happen. to happen make it fucking happen please <laughs> and then he's got to apologize to olivia and be like i will be leaving this behind i promise and she's like and then and then and then she finally like cracks and she's like okay well blah, blah, blah. and then they go ahead and do the ceremony in an unexpected yet surprisingly chic location and willow does the lighting with magic i was gonna oh. say do you think do you think like Buffy absolutely was invited, but do we think all of the Scoobies were invited or like just yes. Buffy and maybe Willow? No. Um, all of them no, were. everybody got okay, an invite yeah. except for Andrew. <laughs> he was furious. <laughs> <laughs> he was still there. <laughs> yeah, he's I, still I even on. think I even think by the time they did get married, Andrew would probably be in the fold. Um, <laughs> of course. I oh my gosh, is everybody there though? Yeah, I would think so. Dawn has like a special little role yeah. in it. I keep thinking of her as 16 still, but she's a grown woman now. Right. You know? she's, she's an elder as well. She's like close to my age. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've got to let her grow up. We're, we're still not letting her grow up either. Faith sent a basket of sex toys. She did. She did not show up, but she just care about giles but yes. like sent a little something right yeah, yeah. She sent magical magical weddings stories. just aren't for me you know yeah yes she's like oh i couldn't didn't want to be there but i am happy for you like something like yeah. that god give us a flashback to the fucking wedding god i would no, love that i'm not i don't want a flashback i want exactly what ron <laughs> just proposed it was a full series 
a little of that weekend, please. I do. I do feel like going through this because there's so much, and we they did a, such a good job of like bringing back characters. Um, we you know we get another character brought back in this episode that I do feel like they could do one offs or like just two episodes or like an anthology. Like oh, these nine episodes, it's anthology in the Buffy verse, and each one of them is like different, and one of them is Giles's wedding. Like I would love that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we learned that Giles is married. And I will say, to your point, Zach, I did get a little like, all right, come on. Like, Giles would help them. He would, of course, be like, I'm like, what do you think, Olivia? Like, he would discuss it with her. But I don't think he would be like, no. I see the hesitation. I Again, yeah. this is so much time later. I do see the hesitation. I see um, him very much like looking over to Olivia first and that being his reminder that no, I, I said no, that I wasn't doing this. And it would right. take a like we have our little beat that would happen in any episode, any TV show where you have to convince him to go right. and like exercise the little girls who are possessed <laughs> by the demon. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's fine. Okay. Um, we had that little moment with Anya calling him a coward though. And it felt like it was, it was trying to be like her, you know, when she would give her speeches about death or like something. Yeah. I don't know. And it just didn't, it didn't land for me. I do like Indira. I, I very much am charmed by Indira fangirling. And when she's like, she says what an honor it is to work with Giles. Cause like, I feel like Giles, I mean, there are very select few, which won't even get into but giles is like probably the most universally beloved character aside from buffy like i you know what i mean there's not much like dis- debate over if giles is like a good surrogate father to buffy you know what i mean like we all are like no that's dad like you know in whether it's also sexy but like mostly it's like that is like the father of the group he is the one we all like feel comforted by we love him so I do, I, I don't know, I feel like in, it makes sense that Indira would be fangirling over this, like, you know, older gentleman as like, oh my god, I know who you are. Um, because I do think he would still be beloved by all of them, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, we get Clem, Cordy, and Spike. Spike says his phone went dead, and I was like, alright, I guess he would have a phone. I, at this point, I was a little lost as to how Cordelia knew Giles, but later we do get that solved um because i was like was he her watcher because she seems to know him but she didn't say it whatever she says um i my god my notes notes are confusing me get the calculators out let's go (laughs) does my note say she says if this girl is anything like hers anyanka doesn't stand a chance and i'm like who are we talking about Uh, i guess (laughs) Sure. <laughs> we all remember when Cordelia, you know, created a, a bunch of slayers. <laughs> right, 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 right. So then, yeah, they're making fun of Clem's car, which I know nothing about cars. So I was like, oh, right. That's supposed to be funny. Okay. Yeah, Is I don't it, know. It's supposed to be like, it's a crappy car, right? That's why they're like making fun of him, like calling it a class. Oh, and like, leave Clem alone. <laughs> Clem has hobbies. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, he, the guy's just trying to vibe here. Right? He's oh, depre- did, oh, did depressed you every car? moment of his fucking life. He can't have a nice little beater. That's fine. <laughs> oh. Oh, you didn't want a car. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we won't use my car. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I love the idea of being like, oh, you don't like it? Great, I'll leave. Okay. I you wish. Can I wish he would have just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, I guess you'll teleport. Bye. 
Uh, so what is it? Oh, then she she asked Clem how old he is, and she's saying like he looks one hundred, and he's like. He says something like, oh, then I don't look my age, which I thought was clever. Um, I like the idea that Clem gets Botox, but this is the best we can get. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I love the explanation for why his skin is saggy, too. Like, this is a lot of, like, filling in that we needed yes. from the show, you know? It's real fun stuff. Remind me why. I know that they do say why, He's like but a I... puffer fish. He, like, blows up. Oh, right, and right, then, right, right, Yeah, like, explains, I guess. Same. <laughs> We Sorry, did, I've had a tummy talk. We then see that, <laughs> we then see that Miranda's fellow Penthos demons have shown up. Then we cut to Giles. This scene was like a little weirdly stilted. We so like Anyanka has shown up and she's like there to attack them. And he's like, "Can I answer the phone?" We need to talk about this. We need to talk about Anyanka for a second. <sighs> I had hopes because they really built her up as this baddie who was so angry and so vengeful that she built a literal body from ash, right? But then the way she interacts with everybody and like waiting for him to take a call or like kind of like standing, what? Right? Should be a, a slaughter them, slaughter yeah. them. Yes. I mean, it's still Anya. <laughs> it's this is supposed to be on Yonka. This is supposed to be. I get it, but baddie, baddie. Even she was a little. She was a little silly, Billy. Um, no, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I think. I think maybe like. I'm not going to try to justify it. I think maybe it was just we really needed a moment of levity, especially out of Giles. Yeah. At this moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. It's just. I was like, what is the placing here? Like, where are they that he's like, okay, I can't answer the phone. Is she not threatening them? Was she just like, she walked in and was like, hey guys, I'd like to kill you all. What do you think? Wait in the the waiting room for us. Fill out this form, okay? Fill out your patient intake. I think by instinct, Giles and Anya went behind the counter. And so (laughs) she was in there and it was like, all right, well, like anyone else who comes into the store, I need you to take a minute, okay? (laughs) I'm counting down the register. I also, I, I mean, I do like that Anyanka is like, he actually answered the phone. Like, she is annoyed that he answered the phone. I also love, I'm like, who worked at a bookstore in this, like, who wrote this? Like, Christopher Golden is an author, author. Like, Amber Benson is Amber Benson. I'm like, who worked at a bookstore? Because all of their, like, interactions with, like, bookstoreness is very accurate as someone who works Listen, in we've all had retail jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we know. <laughs> like, I was at a Banana Republic. <laughs> When he's That's like, fancy though. But he's like, you'd the, think it was the outlet, so the and it was mm, the holiday seasons only, so it was bad luck. Mm, I know. I've been like, I should get another job. Teaching doesn't pay that well, and I'm like, I will fucking melt and die if I go to retail during the holiday season. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You ate that shit out for February. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when he like has to tell this person that like. What he's like, no, Mr. Martin's books has not come out yet. Like that George R. R. Martin's new, that happens all, <laughs> when you work at a bookstore, like we would get calls like, oh, well, the new George R. R. Martin. And it's like, no, there is no new one. Like, what do you, like, <laughs> and they'll get mad at you and be like, yes, there is. I saw online. And it's like, no, you didn't. Well, you that's probably- me calling today saying, Walmart, do you have a copy of The Woman in Me in the back? Maybe you can sell me early. <laughs> <laughs> but that is more understandable. You are, you want it like it is a book that's coming out. Um, but that probably has a 
SOS, like strict on sale date, I'm sure. Um, uh, it accidentally, a few copies were sold in Mexico a week early, and I was uh, like, God, thank God for Mexico. <laughs> now I know how big Justin Timberlake's penis is. <laughs> Not big. Not big. Because um, like, I remember even like, you know, she who shall not be named series ended, I would get people being like, well, where's the eighth one? And it's like, there is no eighth one. What are you talking about? And they'd be like, no, no, no. I read it on Facebook. And I'd be like, where? Like, <laughs> so that happens. You're looking for archive of our own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, there's a website. You are too young. Make sure you don't put the, make sure you take off the porn filter or put on the porn filter. Um, but yes, yeah, so I do. I did like that. We then get Indira, like, then Indira does fight Anyanka, which is weird pacing, right? Because it's like, they were just standing there? And I can't visualize the fight either. I can't, I was, I was right? having a lot of trouble, yeah. And In my mind, Indira's fighting is haphazard. Like, it's my first day, so, like, there's a lot of, like, throwing a punch and landing a punch, but just, like, into a wall of stuff that it did not need to Sometimes go Sometimes you just direction. gotta windmill your arms and just hope <laughs> yeah. you hit something. <laughs> Every time I've been in a fight, my first instinct is to kick, because I'm like, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we learned that Anyanka, you know, she wants Anya's face. She says she'll make their deaths pointless, but then Indira kicks her ass. And I do, I appreciate that. I appreciate Indira being the one to kick Anyanka's ass, right? Oh, Indira's been waiting, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Punching yeah. pillows in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Indira basically grew up the way we grew up, which is in a world where they were real, but she was yeah. like practicing to be a slayer. <laughs> like like a poster of glory over a <laughs> over you know a dartboard. <laughs> Me in my yard punching trees, pretending they're Rita Repulsa. <laughs> <laughs> She's got like her like Beyonce, Lady Gaga, and like Buffy Summers posters on her Absolutely. wall, which is you know still. I us. need the flashback of her deciding what her Slayer look is going to be. Like in trying yeah. on clothes and coming up with a you know a curated set. You're right, because she would think about that, right? Oh, I would. I would. <laughs> oh my god, Cordelia totally did that. She was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna have to buy so much leather." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Oh, Dad, I got a calling, so I do need to go clothes shopping. I need to buy new outfits for Slay." <laughs> I cannot explain to you why I need a chainmail top. I just need a <laughs> chainmail top. <laughs> so then they escape through their like tunnel and you know go back to sunnydale sure then we cut to tara and who is she torturing ryan she is torturing amy madison amy who madison. by the way is played by a different actress but i didn't know because oh, really great. okay we, ta- we, we talked about this me and ian talked about this a couple days ago yeah apparently the original actress wanted to retire she does not want the public spotlight so like cool rock on I, it, it wouldn't have given her the public spotlight it would have been fine you could have done it okay <laughs> <laughs> i you could have done it from your phone no exactly. I'm not, whatever you want to do voice notes no not whatever you want to do we have certain like, these <laughs> people owe us the that's it's weird that they didn't just change it to someone else then right huh. oh my god what if it was what's her face from um conversations with dead people oh my gosh <laughs> i would have loved it though i have to be honest i did i did i did love her i did love her i love that actress <laughs> i really do her voice is mesmerizing yeah, they should have just yeah. done rat amy then you know, you know just oh my like, god 
Let's squeeze. <laughs> <gasps> well, you know what? That stupid monkey should be rat, Amy. <gasps> Ryan, you are just coming up with these left <laughs> and right. I'm going to pull up my notes in. app and we're going to start writing things. Amber Benson put me in, coach. I am ready to write the next one. I'm not joking. I will do. I will work for basically pennies. Let's do this. Hire the three of us. We all would love to do it. I don't need just, just give me a, a, a McDonald's Big Mac and I'll sit and watch them do it. <laughs> I like, just want to be in the room. It doesn't even need to be. A, it doesn't even need to be a full Big Mac. You could take a bite out of that. <laughs> sure, 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 Mr. Pickles. <laughs> yeah. Yes, give it to me. One Big Mac for the three of us. We're like, yes, that's fine. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> great payment. We'll fly out. Yes, I'll pay for myself. I got it. Um, so yeah, she's. That's so funny. I really just assumed it was the same actress, and I was like, "Wow, she sounds really different." <laughs> I know it. I just said she's older, sure, because yeah, I haven't yeah. been like shitting on any of these voice performances. Yes, I've been like, anytime I'm like little, slightly off on one, I'm like, "Well, you know, it's been a long time. Fine, who cares?" Yeah, yes. and people are getting older, and like it literally does change how you speak. Yeah, and like I mean, I mean, talk to a trans person about voice. Like, it, there's a million factors that go in, and but I think everyone sounds remarkably good. Like the, mm-hmm. people could listen. I have heard people's voices go from "Hey" blah, 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 to like this in the reboot. <laughs> like for real, people smoke a lot more than you would think in Los Angeles. <laughs> so I, I think everyone's held up pretty great, and I think the woman who's playing Amy's great. I, I think everyone's doing a great job. I think it. What the only thing that's difficult is that some of us are way more practiced at audiobook stuff than yeah. others of us, which is fine because we all get there in the end. And like, but it, I think that Indira is just so good at being in an audiobook. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that actress is like very, I mean, I looked her up and she's done a bunch of like Disney Nickelodeon cartoons and that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Cause she's, she, she comes across and I feel like everyone else almost like has it easier because like i don't know it's still them right so like even if like oh maybe it sounds it doesn't bother me because i'm like it's them this is the actor that played that character you know and jaya like someone like anthony stewart head who and this is no shade people get older sounds older right and that's mm-hmm. okay because yeah. i want giles to be able to age in that universe we want it's him okay to age everybody yeah. everybody poops and everybody ages <laughs> I mean, except me. Let's be clear. Let's get one thing clear. <laughs> except I will spend my husband's money any way I like. Okay. <laughs> You're like I had my asshole sewn up. Thank you. I do not poop. I have a bag. Ooh, recommend me to your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I went to the dermatologist yesterday, and I was like, "Will my insurance cover cover dermal filler?" And she was like, "Maybe." So follow up with me on that by episode six. <laughs> I like by episode six. Um, <laughs> by the live show, you'll see me. You'll see my appearance. What am I going to look like that day? <laughs> Anya's going to look pumped. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we get the Amy scene. We mentioned Ethan Rain. And I was like, oh, yeah. that, that actor is not alive. So I was like, oh, good. I'm glad we're not like recasting him. Although, they recast Amy, so whatever. But, yeah, I I did kind of like the turn here. This is like the first time when Tara feels like evil Tara does feel kind of evil, I think. Mm. And she slides into it a little bit. Like we get some curling of what she's saying, but for most part, it is Tara's in there. The beginning was a little too like dark lady laughs and dances. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I, I I agree with that too. I 
So yeah, we. I kind of thought we were going to get like, she feels bad and lets her go. That's what I thought we were leading to. Um, but that is not what happens. She fully drains her. And yeah, I, I do like, oh, Amy has the line that like evil Tara is a tumor that's self-aware. And is, does she kill Amy or does she just, cause like Amy doesn't want the Ethan Rain treatment where she drained him and let him go. I thought it was implied that she's dead now. Right. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Um, because right. She says she doesn't want what Tara did to Ethan Rain. Until episode yeah. six, when she pops up again, right? She's got to stop Tara. <laughs> to be fair, Zach and I have not listened to episode six, so that's not no, a spoiler. Not yet, not yet. She's going to pop but, up and she's going to say, you look pumped. If, <laughs> I don't want Amy back then. No more Amy. Because I didn't yeah. like – I I like Amy as our resident baddie witch. I don't like anything else. I don't care if it's another universe, another reality, nothing. I don't give a shit. Amy would have had that grimoire downloaded to her Kindle. You know, like she'd have been, she'd have been studying that shit already. Yeah. I feel like, yes. I mean, mean, ever since you said it, Ryan, I'm like, yeah, just Amy should have been her familiar as a rat. Like, anyway, so. We didn't let her speak. You know what I mean? Give the rat a speaking voice. Who cares? (laughs) Um, We get, we go back to Spike, Cordy and Clem. The Penthos demons are all there. The one, Esther was her name, right? Sure. The one that's Miranda's like to be betrothed. She was my betrothed. <laughs> See, this yes. is a perfect this example is a of voice like acting, man. <laughs> this is a, to me a perfect example of like, we'll just keep Miranda in the plot. Yes. Why did we have to like this? Is just needlessly convoluted. Miranda as a character, I thought was going to come up a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? oh, like, I did I, too. Yeah, now she's gone. So I thought I, I she know. was going to be like a, a lover for Spike at one point, and I was kind of yeah. into it because I'm like, give Spike another vampire lover, right? Like, yes. I'd love to see something like that, or like a like hot demon. Like, yeah, I'm because I was picturing Miranda hot. Yes, me too. There's there is a, such a random '90s comic book character that I can't remember the name, but she is who I was picturing for Miranda. It was like one of the like image or valiant comic characters. So I don't even, if someone listening knows I'm going to describe her, she had like, I mean, it was a nineties character. So of course she was very booby. Um, she had like a low cut, like green dress and like a gold headdress headband thing and black hair and very like vampire pale skin and maybe purple eyes. And I remember oh, that was me. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was Ryan in 1997. Um, and I just remember we had an action figure of her at the comic book shop I worked at. And I would always be like, oh, she looks cool. But I don't fucking remember. Anyway, that's what I pictured for Miranda. So, yes. Um, mm. But it's also weird that, like, Cordy, I was like, oh, so Cordy killed her. But then Cordy does not. She just beat her up with a bat. And then she comes back and then she dies. I love that Cordy yeah. is running around with a bat. Yes. Like, yes, very much so. Keep, keep that as so her Harley slayer. Quinn. The slayer one, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, they have their fight. Oh, my God. Wait. Sorry. Pause. Yes. I just imagine a scene where Cordy's running around with a bat and someone says, makes a crack about like a grand slam. And she's like, I don't watch baseball. Why do people keep asking me that? <laughs> 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 she like Hillary Duff said, don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. <laughs> She's like, I have to stream a league of our own. This is so weird. <laughs> all right, continue. <laughs> Just thinking of all the bat movies now. <laughs> so Spike, I this I'm a little unclear what happens here. Spike convinces them to feed off Clem mm-hmm. because yeah. he knows Clem will, like you said, inflate 
but I, don't I was really... pretty clear on this. I thought this really? was like one of the yeah one of the moments in the series so far that had like I was I was perfectly visualizing all of this. Yeah, like, I just kept picturing um you know the scene in Beetlejuice where he's like the lawn snake. Like that's what I kept picturing, and then I was like, no, but he's like bloated, so he's like inflating. Oh, I pictured it like like a puffer fish, but a little more like agile, like a big, yeah. Like I, a- I I pictured it more like um, camera cuts away from him. We see Spike and Cordelia's reactions as they're describing it, and then we cut back to him, and he's like bringing his jaw back, in, and he's like, oh, don't ever make me do that again. I told you I didn't want to be that person. I, I to me it's like it's like pufferfish meets stretch armstrong and mm-hmm. yeah we're not getting a full picture of it because there's no way even in my mind of the buffy verse that like it like the practical effects would be too funny and the cgi would be too campy <laughs> um but i think like i can picture it i also think like it, it we needs to be enti- the monster the the larger monster form needs to be entirely based on Clem's actual face. Like it should not transform yeah. into like a lantern fish. It should be a giant monster with Clem's normal head and face. <laughs> like oh, increased in size, but his general expression. <laughs> uh, the ears. You still got the flappy ears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I do like this visual, but so like I guess I don't understand what them like they were feeding on him, but they're not vampires, right? They feed don't they feed on like sadness so i was like i can't picture what's going on yeah i i i i pictured it more like vampire but i guess i guess that makes sense that they're not because she's like pentos demon but um siphoning of emotions sure like a a smoke that comes out of clem of sadness that they're like (laughs) but like winifred sanderson like (laughs) yeah 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 yes exactly that that's fair that's fair i guess it's like um god what it when we talked about anyanka i guess here no, neither of you were there. Damn it. Um, the last Angel Season 2 recording we did, and it's like about Lorne and how like no one knows what kind of demon he is. And I'm like, why hasn't that come up? Like, it feels like demons usually know every single demon. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's like- We oh. need to get Kirsten White's Slayer's encyclopedia <laughs> in here. Yes, because we- then we could reverse look up <laughs> what kind of demon we're dealing yes, with. Yes, because I do feel like if this demon is an anomaly and no one knows it- like that should be mentioned, right? It should be like, mm-hmm. huh, that's weird. I've never seen someone who looks like that before. Um, yeah. But whatever, that's fine. That's a minor stupid nitpick. Um, so Clem eats all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like so many kittens. <laughs> Burps them out. And I like that Spike is grossed out and Cordy's like, oh, suddenly you're a delicate flower. <laughs> yeah. Cut back to Tara and Drusilla. Mr. Pickles is throwing a fit. Does not like Drusilla. I do like her calling uh, Mr. Pickles a rat. If only. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Pickles doesn't work for me. Never going to work for me. I get it. I get that it's not as weird as I'm making it out to be. Like, it's very golden compass. But no. Also, no. Uh, I don't like it at all. Um, The Drusilla, though, of it all. God, she is so great. What a performance. I'm right. I am right the fuck back in the 90s, bitch. I am. I am like, this girl is a slay. I would watch her do anything. Um, I love her so much. The performance is so good. And something about it had to be Drew. It had to be Drew. <laughs> the bad guy had to be somebody like Drew. And I can't think of anybody else besides maybe Glory who yeah. would have fit. Um, no, and it is so such a delight. Oh. Yeah. And I, Juliet Landau, like, it, and I, and this is no shade to anyone else because I like, I mean, like we were all saying, like I, anyone who's 
some people have like, you know, had critiques of the voices. They don't bother me. I'm like, yes, they're older. Juliet Landau sounds like she just stepped out of like her last episode of Angel. Like yeah. this does not feel like she did not miss a beat at all. And I do think she sounds genuinely exactly the same. Yeah, this is great. The performance is all great. The only thing yeah. I'm like, I like getting a little irked with is just this constant meeting between Tara and Drew, which like should be great. Right. But right, then like yeah. a lot of it feels very same-ish. Yes. Um, yeah. Why not use the time? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And like, Give me more Drusilla fighting. Like, I don't know. We're, we're, we're making like nods. We're in Sunnydale, right? So it's not, you know, and like, Zach, I know sometimes you and I can like both not love an homage to something, but like, this is an alternate reality and they are in Sunnydale. Have her like going out to like kill someone. Sure. Have her chase. I mean, Harmony's dead. We learned that Harmony's dead in this universe, but like, you know, bring a character like Harmony back to give her a chase scene that Drusilla's like. Oh, I found these, like, you know, everyone at this cafe, and I'm going to eat them all. And, it's like, so Harmony- wild that they – I guess we get that in the next episode, so sorry. Or we won't do spoilers. Never mind. We'll go we'll, – we'll fizz it. <laughs> but, like, a character, right, that they didn't bring her back? Yes. Okay. Well, let me – two things. One, Mercedes McNabb, let's personally, each of us, try to call her today. Uh, <laughs> this Well, it's retroactively get her in there. Um, I have heard the same thing about her that you said about the actress who played Amy Madison, that, like, Mercedes McNabb so. did want to retire. Okay, great. That's acting. This is voice work. Um, come back. <laughs> You're okay. Um, but I also would say, I wish that we would have used this Tara and Drew time to sell me on them as a couple. Because I don't think that's impossible to do. And I don't feel that it is well accomplished so either. far. Or later. And I, 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 this is the only suspension of disbelief I truly have had to do. Everything else I can totally get on board with. Um, but I wish that, and, and you're, you're right, Ian, if we had some like echoes of other universes, clearly that's part of the, like how the dimensions are working. And like, that's part of like different things, shadow different things, but differently, not like better or worse, just like a different yeah. reality. So why not give us like allusions to things her and Willow did together and show that like, yeah, Tara totally falls for girls with magical dark sides who will enrapture her into a world of their own and give her some kind of escape from a reality she might not want to be part of. Like that sounds like exactly like a girl who would fall in love with a vampire and also what she did with Willow. And like, I, I, I like a, a girlfriend who's kind of violent and out of control, but keeps like bringing you back in and manipulating you. Like that's totally something you could sell me on very quickly with some shorthand from the original show. And I get, we don't have time to develop this relationship, but you could really, sell me on the concept with with one date between them, with one really great moment of their day-to-day lives. I can't picture what they do together. They swan around a castle and talk about their plans in different dresses? Like, I I, I don't know what they're up to. I don't even picture different dresses. I picture the same damn dress, same damn tower, (laughs) same Mr. Pickles. Like, it's all very same. And they're not... What do you watch together? Do you have a Netflix account? Or, <laughs> but again, once this is out of the way, we don't have to do it again. And so, like, I'm yes. like next episode, job. it gets. It's I, I do. I like what we get next episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but I haven't. We haven't listened to. The we're not episode. there yet. So. Oh yeah. Um, I I do I I don't mind it, but I do agree with both of you. Like, it doesn't really bother me, but I think the thing that isn't selling. I think the thing that would sell the three of us more is if Tar- evil Tara was evil right 
and like her, like, well, I don't want to kill Anya and Cordy. It's she like, should be out eviling Drew to yes. sell me on Tara McClay being the supervillain. Yes, like the nicest character in the Buffy verse. Period. And yes. Of. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, 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 oh. let's talk about Anne. What about Anne, though? <laughs> true. True. Um, so then we go back to we end with like she really doesn't. Like, Drew really wants to kill Anya and Cordelia, and, like, Tara does not. That's where we leave them. We go to Giles and Anya and Indira in the magic box. This is where I liked the fangirl stuff that you were talking about okay, earlier, yes. right? Because this is exactly like, oh, you don't remember your own history? Giles, I will tell you. I will fill you yes. in, right? Wesley comes <laughs> in here because you were the watcher initially, but then they brought in Wesley, right? You remember when you left Buffy in the house and she didn't have no powers and she got, almost got killed? Yeah, you remember, <laughs> I remember that. Um, loved it. Loved it. Giving a full seven-season recap of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, agree. I would love to have had Anya jump in and correct something that was correct, but unflattering to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> trying, to, trying to rewrite history a little bit so she's hotter or something. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, I do like when she, you know, she asks about his Ripper days. She asks, she says the Watcher, the Watcher Council was all stuffy old white men and asked how he became a Watcher because you know, of his Ripper days, and he was not as stuffy as the rest of them. Um, And she even mentions Buffy's first watcher being murdered, and how maybe they sent him because they didn't want to risk sending someone respectable, which, like, I don't... And we love Giles. I love that he's not as stuffy as the other watchers, but, like, I was like, huh, that actually would track... She's doing a full think piece. Like, she's made YouTube videos, I have no doubt. (laughs) She's like, hey, Giles, I know you're in your 60s, right? <laughs> Existential crisis month. <laughs> and Dira and you are fighting for, like, the most Buffy YouTube videos, Zach. Oh, my God. There you go. It's like the Naomi Cam- Cannibal of, of um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. If you're familiar with that YouTube channel, it's a fantastic one. <laughs> Just out here being like, you know. Fish, what were they called? Fish, the fish boys on the swim team. Problematic. Indira <laughs> definitely has a Patreon, Ian, and you're you're battling against her for that Patreon. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, Zach, she has more subscribers on me again. I got close, but then she tripled. Um, she she and I, updated this morning. Got my powers. <laughs> I'm like, well, how am I going to fucking compete with that? <laughs> and I do like that she asks about faith. And I, I like that Giles is like kind of like humoring her. And then he's like, later, please. And he's I'm like, like, no, please. I now. Know. Now. I'm like, no, Giles, tell me what she's doing right now. Tell me the last time. <laughs> Can we call does her? Does she have find my location we, on? Can we just, uh, show, does she have a secret Finsta? Just like show me something, Giles. Come on, please. Ooh, oh my she God. Would. Faith has an OnlyFans account. She's only posted <laughs> once, but she's making a lot of money. A lot she of does. money. She, she does a lot of promise pay-per-views and never fulfills but you know <laughs> collects the coin <laughs> god yeah um yes that is correct i would and you know what i would love to see faith as this like w- making like wild amounts of money with like a shitty only fans that she's posted once too like i would oh, love and that it's her. a 40 dollar subscription price <laughs> yes base price uh, so yeah i just i i find that I'm glad that that landed for you, Zach, because I actually was wondering if that would have been too much for no, you. Not, uh, not no, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> um, th- you know, she even mentions how they handled Buffy and Faith, blah, blah, blah. And then someone knocks at the door and it is Spike. 
Um, and he thought they were on their way to go through the porthole to get Giles. And I liked Endira saying, Spike, hi, did you miss me? Because that would be me. I would be trying to endear myself to him immediately, but also trying to suck and his this dick. This Spike is a softie, though. So, like, he... He is. He warms quick. Well, this is, I mean, and I do feel like that tracks for him, right? Especially post-season oh, yeah. seven, yeah. right? He didn't spend yeah. his time whimpering and eating rats in the alleyway. He assimilated to society, which is yes. fair. And he was he, he put up with potentials and Dawn. And he mm-hmm. was like a fun pal. That's true. <laughs> and he's got a soul now. He's yeah. got a soul. Yes, and again, yes. as mentioned, Andrew, he knows how to handle <laughs> a precocious team. <laughs> If he can handle a gay man made of anxiety, he can handle a person. Oh my god, not a gay man made of anxiety. <laughs> Here's Zach, the same picture. Zach, that is your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> because you love me, goddammit. Um, oh yes, my god, so. okay, Onyanka's voice just came in here. I'm looking around. <laughs> um, god, where are we? Oh, Spike, try, Spike like, even says he's trying to pass her off to Giles. And I did like the... Even though it's not, it's like alt reality. I like the Anya and Cordelia like reunited hug. I don't know. I just, I'm like, yes, these are two like very good friends. Yeah. I mean, I do think like out of successes, they're uh, painting Cordelia, Anya, and Terrace having a history um, has been successful. Yeah. 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 I would agree with that too. Um, and I do like Clem being like, is anyone relieved I'm alive? And Andira says, I am. Like, she's so cute. At this point, I was just like, okay, where's the fucking compass? Like, let's, everybody, sit down, hold hands. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. End of, end of, it's like the Kingdom Hearts end of mission cutscene. You're like, this is 30 seconds. It kind of I, felt a little bit like the end of season four in, um, when they're doing the whole thing with Buffy. Wait, before we get to that beat. I also do love Giles being shook seeing Cordelia. And I love when he, I love the moment when he says like, you know, your child must be so proud. Mm -hmm. And she says he would have been. And Giles, this is a moment when I'm like, good, they didn't need to give us the exposition. We get it. Like Giles understands that, that, that the version of him in that universe is dead. We understand it. And Giles is just like nods. I don't love it. I love that it's put in here, and I love that they, they again successes. They were successful with doing what they just set out to do for that mm-hmm. little moment. I don't. I feel a little top away with Giles having been Cordelia's watcher, and that they had a relationship. I feel jealous. I feel jealousy. <laughs> Wait, I and- kind of. I kind of wish that we got more characters that had a living doppelganger in the <gasps> other universe. Yeah. Oh there was a lot of like your doppelganger is dead or we're never going to meet. Snyder. Them. Oh my God. Snyder is Cordelia's Wesley. <laughs> All right. Well, the podcast has been fun. That's it for Slayer Fest 98. Don't go I'm just trying wall. to add to the podcast. I'm trying to add to the Audible series pitch we're going to do. <laughs> um, it would have been fluty, damn it. <laughs> they just they canceled it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> no whopper. So, so 
One of you, can one of you explain the compass? Because I had fucking no clue. I'm what was picturing Prince Caspian in the compass of wardrobe lines. <laughs> Whatever the hell that movie was is what <laughs> I was picturing, but I don't fucking know. Sure, it's a compass, and I don't think we're going to see it again this whole series. Yeah, that's what I, I think we get like magical artifacts in the show that do what a magic spell could conceivably do, but they execute it really well. Like it's a really well made spell stuck on this object sure the sense that we get is that magic is just like up to the person doing it to d- engineer it correctly and like sabrina the teenager. so then give style. us the fucking mummy hand where is the mummy hand oh yeah mm-hmm. but in any event i i get there them being like all right well let's go get a shortcut thing off the shelf that we know will work yeah but again the whole like magic works one way in one universe and the other like i don't think that that I don't think it ever gets used. And I also just don't think it's like being used or explained really well. Mm. Like magic is chaotic here. Like, again, this just could have been cut. Like there's so much time being spent on this stuff that like, I don't think adds a lot. Yeah. But again, once it's done, it's done. Yes. I, just, I don't know why this had to be the setup. Like it yeah. just seems like a lot to keep track and, of. And it's fine. Fling us. Cause I wanted to get to this new reality. So I was like, yeah. by any means necessary. Sure. The compass yeah. put me on like a little sailboat. However you need to fucking do it. Right. I will just fling <laughs> me out sailboat. there. <laughs> like that they get the way Barbie does. <laughs> oh my god. They could have. They could have, okay? <laughs> Just drove out of Sunnydale, out of their Sunnydale. Kate McGinnis like, I want them about to it. do the like Willy Wonka style boats. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, as they're about to do it, everyone's gonna go, but Clem and Giles are gonna stay behind. And I'm glad that they didn't because I was like, oh man, I want them to go on the adventure too. I was glad that they do go on the adventure because I really was like, oh, they probably couldn't get those actors for the rest of the time. But nope. Um, and then Anyanko bursts through the magic box of doors and- Ain't nobody scared of Anyanka at this point. I'm I mean, not scared right. of her anymore. <laughs> I'm like, what are you gonna do? Mm-mm. Stand there while we do the spell? Great. Watch. I heard her <laughs> say in this episode, it burns. It burns. I'm like, Shit. <laughs> Um, (laughs) they were saying she was saying who earns Um, give give us pazuzu like (laughs) this is just not doing it um she does this they like she like interferes with the spell somehow and then they all everyone in the room gets sucked into the spell right love it yes titillated can't wait to go to the great sound effect Mm -hmm. too yeah Yeah, you know i was just about to say that is a thing they're doing really well by like Telling us oh, they're going through a portal by using like the like yeah. noise. Yeah. Well designed. Way. I've heard people complain that the fight scenes are too long and that they can't imagine them. And yeah, sure, whatever. Maybe we'll make them shorter. But they do. I, like I'm not going to hear a single word against the sound production of this. They no. sound. It all sounds exactly like the TV show. Yes. Yet glossed up. Yeah. And beautifully produced on what must be a much lower budget. So yeah. like everyone shut the. You, if you've never done sound design or edited an audiobook, like. Uh, with multiple voices, like you can shut the fuck <laughs> up forever, forever. I would rather edit a film. It is so crazy to do. So good for them, honestly. <laughs> and I want you all to know that my last note for this episode is because you know we get Anya yelling the compass, get the compass, but then they all just get sucked in. That I said, I hope they go to the land without shrimp. <gasps> Don't say anything oh! else. Nothing else. Okay. It's- Where can everybody find you? <laughs> Wait, we gotta do our clip. I just wanted you to know that was my last note. But No, nothing but shrimp. Just piles and piles <laughs> on you swimming and shrimp. Every- Clem's having anaphylactic shock. <laughs> so what was your favorite scene, Zachary? 
Oh, um, I did like the beginning more. I didn't you like did. Giles's reaction, but I did like. I think Olivia was a welcome addition, and I kind of yes. wish they would have kept her around a tiny bit more. Yeah, like I get it that she couldn't go on the mission because we already have like a stacked house. Like, there's definitely a lot of like cooks in the kitchen, and I don't know where she would have fit with that many. But I did, yeah, I think she's such a welcome addition. One shot Olivia side adventure, which happened simultaneous to this, but is completely separate, and Giles will never know about. <laughs> well, let's let's do the wedding first, okay? Let's introduce her really nicely, give her the something Olivia-verse. really cool to do, right? <laughs> um. Ryan, what was your favorite scene? Um, I liked Clem eating monsters. Delightful. <laughs> Mine was Indira asking Giles all the like Buffy verse history questions. I loved that. All right, and what is an outfit we pictured for this episode? Do we have? Do we have? I mean, they're kind of like would be in the same outfits we've been picturing because they wouldn't have time to change. But um, does anyone have anything that they um, pictured? I think Drusilla is like vampire queen Drusilla at this point, is wearing something so drag and intricate, so completely impractical, um, that is also easily torn off. So in my imagination, it's like this, like, this regal-looking, like, maybe suit with, like, lots of detail work, like, beading. Mm. Um, It's black or dark blood red, and her hair is mostly wig. It's mostly extensions. (laughs) Um, But that's, in-universe, Tara magically did it, but it's fine. And she's her nails are insane, like just like Niecy Nash on claws level, <laughs> like heavy to pick up, hard to lift her own hands as a vampire. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Um, and it's a total sleigh. And then when she rips it all off, what's under there? It's Silk Nighty, Silk Nighty that she fights in. All right, That's it. I like that. I like it. I accept that. Um, I've been trying to think of so because you all know this is where my brain goes. I've been like, I want to do a bunch of different pictures. Like once we put out the finale and I've been like, I was trying to think of what drew would be in. Cause I think it, I think what you said is correct. It's like a version of what she would have worn, but like bigger and like drag business lady. A little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Zach, do you have any? Um, I just to give myself some excitement. I like to imagine that Anyanka shows up enters any scene in a new outfit. She's got the highest <laughs> wardrobe budget of the show. Um, so yeah, I, I like picture that. her showing up at the end here in a Lady Gaga, Chromatica ball, like a veiny, <laughs> bloody latex sort of number. <laughs> Zach, ever since you said what you pictured her in the first, was it the first episode? Yeah, the first episode. That's what I, I've been picturing like Scarlet Witch, It's just the first scene. It changes. She's just a, she's into theatrics. Love it. Love Mm -hmm. it. So I want to picture, I want to paint what I think Anya would wear because I've been using a specific figure for her, but I do think I picture her wearing something akin to what she, (laughs) sorry to bring up a sore subject, what she dies in and chosen where it's like, okay, thank you. But like a little bit more adult. So it's like a jacket with like a pink shirt, but like the jackets maybe like a more like adult blazer type thing. I need to, to be really clear that Anya has committed to skinny jeans and will not be updating those jeans. Same. She is same she is high-waisted skinny jean girly and she's right. It looks great on her and in photos in 10 years it will look great on her. However, she will constantly be engaging in discourse with the young people about how she is not giving. She waited thousands of years for the technology to have a skinny jean. <laughs> she will not be giving it up. She's so like, easily. I look hot. This is what I'm wearing. <laughs> um, all right. What grade do we give this episode, Ryan? I'm going to give it um, a C plus okay. because 
the excitement from the first three chapters that would paper over anything that I wasn't absolutely drop dead in love with has waned. But it's not bad. It's just something we had to get through to get to the next few chapters that are great. Um, Zachary? Uh, I'll do a solid B. And that just, sure, that explains it. (laughs) I give, yes, I give a a B minus. Um, So look at us. We got the whole... B, B minus, C plus. Um, thank you both for doing this. I have been really loving discussing this, especially with the two of you. And I just feel like the three of us, I, the thing are that people- we, Are we Cordelia, Anya, and Tara? <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> my mood swings are definitely evil Tara and good Tara. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're the charmed ones. See, I did it again. Wow, <laughs> I love it. But I want to pick which one I am first. And I want to be Piper. I don't remember which one's Piper. Okay. Well, you don't get to pick then. Ryan will pick for you. <laughs> which one's Rose McGowan? <laughs> I'm Paige. I already took it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, my God. Ian, not even up for debate. You are 100% Phoebe. That's not even, like, the most anxious one. Is <laughs> Which one is? Is Phoebe the She's woman? She's premonitions. Alyssa Milano. Oh, it's a little. Okay. Yeah, then great. Great, great. Also great. levitation powers. And at every opportunity that the show presents her, she just does a Buffy fight scene. So. Yes. <laughs> I remember watching a rerun with my mom and I was like, when did she know, learn like Buffy fight skills? And my mom was like, she does it sometimes. <laughs> Y'all, you have to realize that the audible drama for Charmed is coming after this. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, ah. Holly Marie Combs is ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rose McGowan and Alyssa Milano wouldn't even need to be in the same never. room. They don't, they totally don't even, they never. They never need to see each other again. Oof. Wow. Oof. God. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, All right. Thank you both for doing this. Thank you all for listening. The nice feedback we've been getting is that everyone loves our excitement, which is very nice. Um, And uh, if you like Slayer Vest 98, can find us on all podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Please go follow us on YouTube. Um, And if you want to follow us on social media, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I'm at Carlos. Ryan, where can everyone find you and yourself? If you haven't even heard me plug this yet at this point, how committed could you be? But go to (laughs) YouTube.com slash at Ryho. That's R-Y-H-O, where I fight the real-life monsters of the week, or, you know, every quarter (laughs) in our universe. In drag, it's fantastic. If I do say so. And Zachary? Uh, horror podcast I have with Ian Carlos Crawford here, and you can search My Bloody Judy for that. You can also search me at AZB or Adventures of Zach and B. I have a new Patreon page at patreon.com slash AZB plus. And yeah. Where Zach will be posting all of our nudes for you all to see on yes, Patreon. Yes, there's already a few. They have two <laughs> likes, so we need a few more likes on those nudes, guys. Okay, don't embarrass this. <laughs> mine, mine have one thumbs down, so give me in some self-esteem. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible, but you know, I see, I'm looking at it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you all for doing this, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.